as I clear the air with this sage, my intentions always are, my intentions always are, my intentions are to spread knowledge, wisdom, and understanding as I clear the air here, get ready to light some smoky smoke. I got sage the mic, you know. All right, we are clear. We are clear. We are clear. Frequency. We're going to talk about frequency. Frequency. Since, you know, we're kind of on a roll, we talked about intuition last week. Then we talked about willpower the week before. So we're going to continue on. To frequency, we're going to continue talking about these dormant things that are sort of mentioned in science and physics and in spirituality, but they were not really talked about in spirituality. So frequency. But before that, let's talk about a few connections, announcements before we get into that really quick. As I spark on this Gorilla Glue, boom, we're smoking on Gorilla Glue. Yes, homegrown GG. Guess I can give you all some. Yeah. Harvested, fresh, cured, Gorilla Glue. So as I spark, some announcements going on, some connections going on in the area this weekend. We've got the Copper Pyramid Sound Healing at Radiant Living. Copper Pyramid Sound Healing, for those that don't know what that is, a copper pyramid, kind of this copper bar structure in the shape of a pyramid about four feet tall and four feet wide. You kind of sit in it, and then you can just let the copper field clear you, cleanse you, and then at Radiant Living, at the Sound Healings, they play sound while you're inside of the copper containment or the con the copper contrapment I call it so it's very very soothing they're doing that at radiant living it's 25 bucks go support local that's what's going on in the area of course there's always live events going on you can check your Facebook out your Instagram check for any local live events going on online spirituality can events can events going on this weekend. What we got going on the can events? Uh, nothing really big besides Evergreen Dispensary. They're doing a grand opening. They're on the corner of Hefner and Six. I'm sorry, Portland. They're by Hefner Lake on the corner of Portland and 63rd. So they'll be doing a grand opening. Vendors out there, food trucks, everything like that. Go check them out and support if you have time. Of course, we know dispensary grand openings are always cool. Fun time, good music, free swag, chance to connect. So that's what's going on this weekend. Again, we keep present. Stay in the now. There's a lot going on next month, but of course, we try to stay present and get to those events as we approach them. So I will be featuring a grower later, featured creator, Shady Vicks Farms. He'll be coming on here in about 20 minutes. We're talking about some homegrown stuff. So let's get to the topic. That is uh, all for the announcements as I spark. Who's sparking with me? 
Hitting this GG Gorilla Glue. It is amazing. Frequency. So you hear me say energy, vibration, frequency. You hear people say raise your frequency, lower your frequency. Oh, you're not vibrating on a high frequency. You need to vibrate on a, low, a higher frequency. You're vibrating on a lower frequency. What does this frequency mean? What do we mean by frequency, Yogi JT? Well, let's start with the definition and the etymology of frequency. Definition of frequency. Pretty simple. The condition of occurring frequent intervals. So basically, frequency. Things repeating, we can say in simple terms. That's the definition. The etymology, however, so we'll touch more on the definition in a second, is more of crowded, recurring repetition. So the etymology of repeat is to kind of crowd So when you crowd, you're actually causing that frequency. So there's the, I guess I could be the inner definition. So the two definitions, the outer, basically Webster definition is just the occurring repetition. And then the etymology is the crowding form of it. So frequency basically in both definition and etymology means Repetitive, repeat. So frequent frequency. So real quick, let's talk about the scientific definition or the, uh, I would say, the metaphysical definition of frequency. So that would be the sound wave or the frequency, how high the pitch or the tone is when you talk about frequency. For those of us that, for those of us that know music, so sometimes a higher pitch frequency can cause a faster tone or a higher tone or it can cause a, a different vibration. So that's how frequency and vibration work together in metaphysics and science. The frequency is usually connected with sound. So that's important to know because that's kind of where the spirituality ties in. So what are my experience with frequency? Yoki JT, spiritual stoner, divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers. What are your experiences? What are my experiences with frequency? I had to think about this one. Because frequency is not a subject you talk about. It's not something that you just go over every day. It's kind of just like, you know, you know it's there. You know you're doing it. So I had to think about like what experiences did I have with frequency. So the first thing I can think of is pattern rec pattern recognition, recognizing those patterns. So that's the first thing I can think of with frequency, right? The frequency of a pattern. Okay, this happens every three months. This happens every two weeks. That's the frequency of the pattern. I noticed that there was a pattern there. Take a toke on that one. So, when you're thinking about frequency, I think about frequency, I think about the patterns. So, another lesson is like weather pattern, 
that I that I learned, seasons, things like that. So we think about weather path, weather weather patterns and seasons, those are automatic frequently occurring things, correct? Smokers and tokers especially. What do we frequently do? Grind up, roll up, light up, smoke up. Right, right. So uh, another thing I can go back to childhood memory with frequency. Remember this repetition occurring thing? Of course, I'm a little bit younger than everybody, a little bit younger. I am a little bit younger than everybody else. But the merry-go-round, you know, the merry-go-round, the frequency of the way you speed it, spin it around, that's, it's going to go faster. The more frequent, so you stand up the merry-go-round, right, and you spin it. And then you spin it again. And you spin it again. The more times you can get your hand to hit that bar as it's coming around, the faster it goes. So that's frequency. So that's what I learned. Frequency is repetitive patterns. And the faster the repeating repetition, the higher the frequency. Or the more frequent, at least, it was. So the more I spun someone around, the more I would, they would spin around towards me. And of course, there's sound. So all, all my sound heads, my bass heads, everyone that knows about sound knows about frequency. Because you turn the frequency up on your amp, or down, or the gain down. This is not a relight, I'm just fixing it. You know about that frequency. So we can relate all this, you know, these these spiritual toolkit topics you know these this woke talk the spiritual talk to everyday life this things we do every day so like sound systems frequency with that even with you know music in general whether you're producing it making it we all know about frequency so this frequency is not so uncommon. This frequency we talk about in spirituality, raising or lowering, it's not so uncommon. And we'll get to like the details of that here in just a second. Ooh, nice one. I'm getting some nice puffs here off this Gorilla Glue. So some lessons I learned about frequency. What are some lessons? The biggest lesson I learned was frequency was more than just science. It was more than just music. <laughs> when I started hearing about energy, vibration, and frequency, I was like, okay, I know that through music and science, but I had to learn that it was more than that. It was the first lesson I learned. Frequency was more than just, you know, science. So with that being said, I learned that it can be raised or lowered in many ways. Frequency period. Right? You start learning about phone frequencies and frequencies your TV gives off and your refrigerator gives off and your Wi-Fi give box gives off. Everything gives off frequency. Everything. Divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers. Weed gives off a frequency. That's right. Only a live weed though, not this weed. This weed we smoke and they're giving, it's giving us frequency. It's, it's elevating our frequency. So when we smoke the weed... We actually raise our, our frequency. 
but plants, live plants. So how many of you growers out there? I got a couple watching right now. How many growers kind of get a ringing in their ear? Every now and then they get a ringing in their ear, and I'm not talking about no normal ringing, just a ringing out of nowhere. Thing next thing you next thing you know, your plants are dry. You forgot to feed your plants. So it has been said. You can look this up because everything I talk about can be looked up. I don't want I don't prove anything by posting links and stuff like that. But if you want me to, I can. But you can look this up. That plants give off a frequency. We're going to save that for the blaze breakdown. Plants give off a frequency, a high pitch frequency when they're hungry, when they need water. So sometimes that can be. The plants talking to nature, talking to the clouds. Hey, I need some rain. Giving off a high pitch frequency, like a real high pitch frequency. So you can look up some research um, about that. But anyway, let's talk more about frequency and lessons that I learned. I learned that if you focus, you can learn to raise your and lower your frequency. So if you focus, not only just meditation, but like what frequencies carry. Okay, so let's let's be real. Let's break it all the way down. Spiritual toolkit topics and all and, and high stoner stuff. Let's just break it down to regular stuff. Okay, let's talk about frequency and what we intake and what we eat. So if there is there frequent is there any frequency in a peanut? Is there any frequency in a peanut? Can anyone honestly think? Is there any frequency? Does peanut vibrate at any energetic level? Anything? Probably not. Probably no frequency in a peanut. Why? Because it comes out of a shell. It gets it gets manufactured, made, and then it comes in a jar and it gets sealed in the jar. So whatever energy it had, it's probably a lot of it's gone away. Now, let's just say, let's just take a plant leaf. Not like on my shirt, but even this bud here, even if, though it's off the leaf. So if I take a plant leaf, just pick it off the plant. I'm like, hmm, I wonder, does this have any frequency or energy or vibration? I just plucked it off the leaf. Divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers, just real talk, logic, left brain thinking here. Yes, it's alive, right? You plucked it off of something alive. If you cut off a, a, a finger off of a, a foot off of anything, the foot will still be moving off of an insect, right? Because it still has energy, frequency, it's still alive. So if you're eating the plants, then you're eating something that has a higher frequency because it's alive. If you're eating a lot of nuts, um, meat, anything that's been dead for a while, it's going to have a lower frequency, right? Just because it's not alive. I'm just using logic here. Anything that you eat that's more alive is going to have a higher frequency. Anything that you eat that's less alive is going to have a lower frequency. So this is a way I learned to raise my frequency. Just intake stuff that had a higher frequency. It wasn't really that hard when I learned that way. So let's just say smoking pot raises your frequency. Okay, that's just smoking pot. It's gone after a while. It doesn't have any lasting effects. So what if I actually ingested something? If I ate food that gave me the same effects as pot? Hmm, now we're on to something. But what if it didn't have to be pot? Then I started learning about live foods. There's a lot of people that eat raw vegetables and stuff like that. They're not eating raw vegetables because they don't like it cooked. They don't like the way it tastes. They're eating raw vegetables because they're getting the most energy out of it raw. 
the most frequency out of it raw. When you cook something, you heat anything up, you start to burn it, and it loses its energy. Anything that starts to char or turn dark loses its energy. Same way with this green. When it's green, it's ready to smoke. When it's black, yeah, you can't smoke that. Can't smoke the ashes. So just this is what I learned. Uh, regulates ease and disease. I learned that as well. Frequency regulates ease and disease. Divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers especially. Numbers. So let's talk about frequency numbers. So a frequency of a human being runs anywhere from 70 to 90 megahertz. Frequency has this little MHZ behind it, especially on my bass heads. Megahertz is just like the number. Let's just say megahertz is like just a counter, 70 to 90%. 90% being, you know, 70 to 90% being an A plus or you're good. That's what most people are supposed to function off of, 70, 90% frequency, right? A genius is at 90. Uh, everyone else that can think logically for themselves is at 70. Guess where cancer, candida, and all that stuff starts? It starts at 56 megahertz. So let's just, I'm just giving you a number scale. This is, these are true numbers. Again, you can look this up. Divine spiritual being smokers and tokers. 50-something megahertz, 56 megahertz is when cancer starts, candida. So long, as soon as your body gets to that, it's going to start being, it's going to go from ease, everything inside. Not outside, because you can't see. You can't see what's going on inside from the outside, right? Unless you're a, a person who studies people like that. Oh, your nose is red. You got something going on with your throat. You know, some people know that. But to the average eye, yeah, you can't tell if someone's walking around and they got 56 megahertz in their body and their body's starting to say, hey, this is enough for cancer to take over or candida or whatever disease wants to come in because its frequency is low. So when your frequency is higher... It's hard for anything to come in. It's hard for, you know, dis-ease to come in because you have a high frequency. Let's look at it as heat. If you're burning, if you're constantly burning up, you're, you're burning off viruses and diseases. So shout out to all my women out there who run hot. Women who run hot, actually, it's a bad, it's a, this is a, it's a negative for them. But believe it or not, you're always burning off viruses and diseases when you run hot. That's why when you get sick, you get a fever. Your temperature goes up. Your body's trying to burn off the sickness or the disease. So your body automatically tries to raise your frequency, the temperature of your body, so you can burn off whatever sickness is. So that's a lesson I learned. That frequency is something that's pertaining to health. Like, man, they should have taught me that in school. But they didn't. So I'm glad I learned it when I did, and I'm here sharing it with you all on the Sage and Blaze Sesh with my divine spiritual being, smokers and tokers. You know, this is a spiritual toolkit topic, but it's, a, it's an everyday life topic. Knowing that you have a frequency, it's a high number, a regular number, and a low number. And if you get past that low number, it don't matter how healthy you are, how many push-ups you're doing, you can slip into dis-ease and catch candida or cancer or whatever because your frequency is low. Not, nothing that you're doing wrong. It just could be the food you're eating, what you're drinking, everything has low frequency. It's not alive. It's all dead or it's all synthetic or it's all manufactured. So there's nothing wrong with eating synthetic or dead or manufactured food. It's just that your body's not going to be able to maintain the frequency for that long. Divine spiritual beings, especially 
Smokers and tokers, not as much. So smokers and tokers have an advantage. When you smoke, that helps raise some of the frequency in the crappy foods you eat or the, whatever you drink. Uh, it helps, di- helps you digest, you know. Anyone out there that smoke that has a problem going to the bathroom, it's the number one thing I tell the people all the time. People don't realize cannabis helps you poop twice a day. Anyone out there have a problem using the bathroom that smokes? I didn't think so. Nobody does. So that's a good thing. Smoking, ingesting cannabis helps you flush your system. So it, it's beneficial. That's why a lot of people, well, you know, man, I, eat still, I still eat crap. I smoke every day. I feel good. That's because you get, you're flushing it out. Your frequency ain't going up. Your frequency ain't going down. It's just maintaining. So it's up to you if you want to raise it. It's really your choice, really. You want to be more alert. You want to be more aware. You want to think faster. Try something different. Try to raise your frequency. You know, we've been trying everything. How long have we been trying diets? D-I-E is in diet. How long have we been trying exercise? How long have we been trying who said this and who said that? Try something completely different. Raise your frequency. 2021, I'm raising my frequency. Oh, really? You ain't trying that diet? Nah, they're trying this new diet, this frequency diet. So that's a lesson I learned. Let's move on to spiritual tools. Spiritual tools to help you with frequency. Spiritual tools that can help you learn frequency, use frequency. Some spiritual tools that I've used, especially, is deprogramming. So deprogramming, forgetting everything you know, believing in stuff. So I heard this really good proverb from somebody, and I think... I said it a few shows ago, but they said for 30 days, everything that you don't believe in, believe in it. And everything that you believe in, don't believe in for 30 days. So hocus pocus, magic, everything you don't believe in, believe in it for 30 days. That will help program your mind. So that's just a simple way to deprogram. Of course, not watching certain TV shows, not eating stuff. All that's deprogramming. Whatever you're hooked on, and people know what they're hooked on. Let's just be real, y'all. We ain't, we're not young. We're not dumb. We know what we're hooked on, sugar-wise, food-wise. Ah, uh, you know, I eat too many of them damn Lucky Charms. I eat too many Doritos, whatever. Whatever you're hooked on, you know? You know what you're hooked on. Deprogram yourself from it. Start pushing it away. Lock it up in a lockbox. Try something different. Easiest way to deprogram is to do something else. Instead of just completely quitting it, do something else. You know, for all my vapors out there, the best way they quit smoking was to vape. They quit the cigs by hitting the vape. So they did something else to supplement, and it, and it got them off cigarettes. So do something else, deprogram, uh, TV, whatever's coming in that's causing you to have a lower frequency, just take it out. Um, diet, of course, water, food, whatever can raise your frequency. Alkaline water is what I drink. I drink alkaline water because it has a high pH. So if you know you drink acidic shit, if you know you drink sodas, there's nothing wrong with drinking sodas. For one, drink it in moderation. For two, balance it out with alkaline water. If you're going to drink a lot of acidic acid all day, drink some alkaline to balance that out to keep your pH balanced. 
It's nothing wrong with the shit. No one's telling you to stop your whole lifestyle. No one's saying, hey, stop drinking sodas, eating candy and all that. But we are saying balance it out. Have a raise your frequency by getting off of some of that and, and balancing it out. Uh, so Mantra Mala, you know, I say this every Sage and Blaze sesh, but it's definitely like, you know, very helpful to repeat from your mouth. That's the best way to deprogram. If you don't have any money to buy food or, you know, you can't do any of the other stuff, it's just to say, I will not eat Doritos today. <laughs> I will not eat Lucky Charms today. Whatever it is, I will not drink a soda today. Whatever you're trying to get yourself off of, you know, I'm just using food as an example here because it's easy to go, go at. But whatever you want to get yourself off of, and raise your frequency, deprogram yourself by just repeating a phrase, the opposite of. And then there's mala. If you have mala beads or if you have prayer beads, Catholic beads, I talked to someone today, anything with 108 beads on it, because they're all 108. We do realize that. Divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers especially, no matter what religion, wherever you follow, if you wear any beads, they all have 108 count. And you go around them and just say whatever you want to say. Yes, thank you for the love. Thank you for the hearts. <laughs> thank you for joining in. So that is the topic of frequency. So we're going to do the blaze breakdown real quick, and then I'm going to bring on my guests. We're going to talk about some home grow topics. So blaze breakdown, I'm re-sparking. We're going to break down what we covered. Frequency. How to raise, it's not even really how to raise your frequency. It's just frequency period. Like what is it? What is it in regular life? What is it in spirituality? How do I raise my frequency? All your doctors know about this. All of your physicians know about this. Everyone that studies the human body knows that the human body carries a frequency and a pH as well. So all those, you know, if you ever had a fish tank, if anyone's ever grown plants, had a fish tank, when you have to have that pH at a seven, that's your human body, your blood, <laughs> you know, your skin, your skin carries a pH. It's an acidic pH, but your skin carries a pH too. So once you start learning this type of stuff, it's easier to be a better person because you know the insides. This is not really hidden knowledge. This is just I guess, misinterpreted knowledge. Frequency. Definition. The condition of occurring at frequent intervals. So just how frequent it happens. And then that's the definition. Etymology is crowded repetitions. I didn't like this good enough. So real quick, with that, with a, a quick analogy with that. Frequency is in spirituality is almost what I said with the repetition. I will be a better person. I will stop eating this. I wake up every day and stretch. I wake up every day and make my bed. When you do that frequently, that deprograms your mind from other clutter. Where are my OCD people out? What do OCD people use to combat other parts of their OCD? Frequency. They frequently, OCD people get up, make their bed every day. That's frequency. They raise their frequency. They get rid of their OCD 
at work by having OCD at home. They don't go to their job sometimes and OCD all their people. So they have their frequency. They raise their frequency at their house because they kind of have to. So if you know any OCD people, these are actually people who are naturally high frequency because they do things frequently. Not necessarily on a spiritual level, but on a daily life level. So my experience with frequency is pattern recognition. Weather and seasons. When I was young, that's the first thing I noticed. With that being said, the earth carries a frequency too. That's why we have seasons, because the earth drops low frequency. Winter time. And then the earth raises frequency. Summertime. So the earth has her shifts in frequency. And then speed. Relight. Okay, there's probably going to be a lot of relights because it just seems like this Gorilla Glue is like that. So speed. Frequency I learned as well. The more you turn something, the faster it goes. That's higher frequency. The louder at which you do something is higher frequency. Sound systems, decibels. I learned that frequency is also very scientific, but also correlates to people and everything as well. Lessons. Lessons I learned about frequency is that, yay, we can control frequency. Not just with a knob on a sound system, but within ourselves. I learned that we frequency was more than just science, that we had a frequency. The earth has a frequency. When you turn your faucet on, this is another fun fact. When you turn on your faucet, cold water, I believe, all the way high, the pitch that that sink sound, the, pit, the noise that comes out of your faucet when you turn it on is the perfect frequency. If I'm not mistaken, the frequency that the water makes when you turn your faucet on, that's a frequency. So you're going to start noticing the frequencies and everything. So another lesson was uh, I can change it through food, uh, focus and medita meditation. Also, it regulates ease and disease. Ease and dis-ease. I learned the frequency higher or lower, can determine your ease or disease. So higher frequency people, less disease, more genius, more alert, higher thinking. Lower frequency people, more prone to disease. Lower level of thinking, lower alertness, more reaction. Lower frequency people react to everything. Fight or flight is just on 1,000 with lower frequency people. Okay, spiritual tools, deprogram, 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 deprogram the mind. Stop with whatever it is that has a lower frequency for you, whether it's food, TV, radio. Okay, here's a good one, phones. We're on the phone right now, and I understand social media is a big thing. It's what we use to communicate, but at nighttime when you go to sleep, that's rest time, people. Divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers especially. If you smoke and you go to sleep and you don't get a good night's sleep, you kind of be mad. You be like, hey, man, you know, I smoked all that and get a good night, didn't get a good night's sleep. Well, you know why sometimes? It's because you didn't put your phone on airplane mode. Sometimes you left a couple of apps up on your phone and your phone's constantly sending signals out. 
So when you're trying to sleep, your mind's picking up the frequency. The signals coming from the phone are going to your brain because how many of us sleep with our phone, our head by our phone? So put your phone on airplane mode. Get all them frequencies out of your mind coming into your head. Sleep away from your Wi-Fi box and have a good night's sleep. Have a peaceful rest. Divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers especially. So mantra model repetition is another thing I learned. As a spiritual tool, I can use. I can repeat a phrase that can help me not to do things that lower my frequency. Like, you know, when I get mad at somebody, say, cursing at them all the time. You know, there's nothing wrong with cursing. But when you're cursing at someone all the time, when you're mad at them, it's a lower frequency. When your choice words aren't, you don't have any other words but curse words. That's a lower frequency. It's not a lower education because we know other words, divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers. When you high, you be coming up with some words, making up some words. We all do. So having that mantra repetition, you know, I will control myself when I get angry at somebody and talk to them regularly instead of cursing at them. So that's a higher frequency. And then malas, if you have them, going around your mala and repeating that same repetition if you have malas. And then you wear your malas throughout the day. And then they remind you as you wear them or your wrist malas. You can have them on the wrist. And then last but not least is knowledge. A spiritual tool to help with frequency is just knowing what frequency is. Knowing about it, doing some research, looking it up, awareness, reading a book on it. You know, this is why I'm out here every week saying these spiritual toolkit topics and talking for free because I want people to be able to go on and search frequency and not have to pay for a master class, you know, or not have to look at 20 YouTube videos just to get to the point of it. <laughs> so here we are breaking it down. I want to thank you all on the spiritual toolkit topic. Now I'm going to bring on a home grower special guest. We're going to talk a little bit about weed and cultivation, home cultivation, and just the grow game in general, the ups and downs. So for those that don't know, I'm a home grower, home cultivator. Of course, all this smoke on this Sage and Blaze session is homegrown smoke that I grow with love through spirituality. So I try to bring on people who do the same and kind of talk about, we'll start doing this as often as we can as, as, as the universe sends me people. So I'm going to bring on my boy, Shady Vicks Farms. Send him a request here. Just give me a um, quick second to send him the request. Be patient because he... Internet takes a minute. Oh, that was fast. Yeah, I've been watching. Peace and love, brother. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for joining, man. Thanks for joining. Mr. Can you hear me okay? 
yeah, audio's good. We're good on audio. We're good on uh, visuals as well. We can see the tent in the background, the grow setup. So without, yes, sir. Without further ado, I'm going to stop talking. I'll let this man introduce himself and talk a little bit about um, his setup. And I'll ask questions intermediately. Um, if I need to stop him, I'll jump in. But go ahead, brother. You have the floor. No worries. Ceramic metal halide. Correct. So you went, you started with LED, unlike a lot of people do, or like most people do in the in nowadays, and then you switched to ceramic metal halide. So what was that like? How did you get to that switch? Most people just start with LED and stick with it. Uh, explain that to to us a little bit. Okay. First time, still no feeding in the water, just bottled water that you tap water. Bottled water and regular happy girl frog pool. So there's probably a little bit of food in that, I guess. Okay. So that's the that's the Gotcha. So that's the light there behind you. I see it shining. So uh a lot of people don't know about these lights. They've just seen them. Um tell us what makes this light different from other grow lights and most grow lights. Awesome. So I love the fact, uh, divine spiritual being, smokers and talkers. He said it's more like the sun. Basically said it's more like the sun. So that is definitely, that was, dude, he couldn't give you a better description. I actually grew with one of these lights as well. So the way they hang, it's a vertical hanging light. If you couldn't see, it hangs vertically and it allows the canopy to have the maximum deepest penetration possible unlike your lights that hang horizontally and kind of just kind of like if you shine a flashlight off of your palm and then shine it down on the plants basically is what that is like with the with the three the 350 cmh <clears throat> that hangs vertically okay so they do make these lights that don't hang uh, hor uh vertically so make sure you get the ones that hang vertically with the vertical hood they actually give you the best penetration just like the sun because the way they shine down. Imagine looking up at the clouds and you kind of see the sun rays penetrating through the clouds. That's exactly what this light does. 
Um, so this is definitely a great light to invest in. If you are interested in, in going with a light but don't want the heat context, this man came from LED to this light. Now tell us a little bit about the difference from your temperature and your tent. What was that like? And you're running a uh, draw-through fan setup or anything? Did you change the air setup with this light, or you just kept it the same? Um, I took out the middle section. I guess that's probably the big deal. Because this is a two-in-one. It's got two sections. So I just took out the middle section because they started going like this. <laughs> so I needed to expand a little bit. I even kicked two girls over there in that little tent just so I could spread these out a little bit. Awesome. So he's able to run this light just like his LED without a draw-through setup. So a lot of people have questions about that. I did as well when I was thinking about even going LED. Should I change my draw-through? Should I get rid of it? Uh, what are your What is your humidity and temps like on average in there? Okay, so yeah, a little humid in there, but it's a lot of plants. <laughs> that's the that's the bee, that's the bee natural and veg. Uh, now, what size tent are you running, dimension wise? So basically, this light. Um, you hear a lot of different stories out there about penetration. When I first researched this light, people were talking three by three, three by five, by three by five was the max, and then four by four was the max. I personally run a four by four uh, grow tent, and I run this light with no problems as far as uh, canopy and coverage go. So um, I would say, though, it is four by four max. I'm not even sure with this light because this light works wonders. So I'd be even tempted to try it in a five by five or a five foot tent um, in general. Uh, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries, man. Um, again, home growers, we go through a lot of ups and downs and one thing is space. <laughs> I can tell you from experience. So yeah, exactly. So uh, real quick, another thing uh, I wanted to highlight. So you've been growing less than a year. Again, we're talking about a less than a year grower here. And you already are starting and have successfully grafted plants and basically have your own method. So give us a little bit of insight on that. Yep, we can flip. Okay. It was about all of them were about yay big when I grafted them. They were just a little bitty top that I cut off their uh, donors here. That was a uh, training split. I decided not to train it because it's split. And they have taken off really, really well. Okay, so without giving us your secret, run us a little bit. Run us through the process of how this grafting works. You know, do you. Do you cut, graft, do you tape? What kind of tape do you use? Um, that is plumber's tape because it is not sticky. It won't, if I try to take that off, it will not pull the skin off the plant or the new skin the plant is trying to uh, create if I do decide to take that off. And it also will expand to allow the plant to grow. Okay. So 
real quick. I, I missed a question, but I had someone ask about the light. They they asked the the, the CMH put out more heat than the LED, and the the answer was no. He said it's about the same. Um, I'm thinking it. I'm thinking about two or three degrees. If you really want to uh, be a a stickler about it, I think it's about two or three degrees difference. Yes, more natural lighting because of the way it faces. So I just want to answer that question for that um, that watcher. So yeah, back to this plumber's tape. You said it allows for the plants to expand without um, constricting them. No worries. Okay, tell us how you got into grafting. Was this just something you decided to do or just, you know, just one day you were curious? Amazing, amazing. Okay, yeah, you can tell by the finger leaves. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. You can obviously see it. So this is good, uh, you know, what we call weed porn here, uh, divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers. Of an actual grafted plant by the different, so you got about seven finger leaves on one side and five finger leaves on the other. Yeah, uh, very interesting. So, while you're at it, let's talk about plant manipulation. I know you do have some plants in there you're mainlining and doing some heavy, uh, high stress training with. Now, this is another thing you decided to do off the bat. Now, tell us again, you know, a lot of people feel they need to grow first and get comfortable with, with high stress training and manipulating and mainlining. What made you just dive right in? Yeah, you can obviously see the difference. Yeah, you can obviously see the difference in leaves there on that one. So the grafted plant, the uh, smokers and tokers. Frankenstein. So what you have with the grafted plant, just for those that don't know, you have one plant, then you cut. You have two plants, 
you take the tops of one plant and put them on another plant. Well, let's just say you have Girl Scout cookie growing next to a uh, banana kush. You would take a banana kush uh, top and then cut a Girl Scout cookie top off and put the banana kush top on top of the Girl Scout cookie. So that's grafting. <laughs> Smokers and tokers. This is some Frankenstein growing here. So very happy to feature this as the first home grower on the Sage and Blaze Sesh. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Um, Thank you for having me. No problem, man. No. Yes, follow him for updates, beautiful pictures, uh, at ShadyVix underscore farms. Um, you, what kind of grow medium are you using um, with that? I started with Fox Farm Happy Frog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is an organic home grow, divine spiritual being, smokers and tokers, or us ho- us home growers, grow organically. So Fox Farms is a good, reputable company, makes a lot of good organic stuff. Heard nothing but good things about them, um, and that, yeah, you turned me that. yes, sir, I, I, that fish poop there was definitely from a home cultivator as well. That is made. So you've been adding that in every feed, correct? So not Okay, okay. Good, man. That organic stuff or as organic as you can get. Again, uh things like fish poop, um compost tea, these things are are per, uh impermeant for your grow. Now, real quick as well, um one last thing, live soil. Um I understand that you've experimented with it or you currently use it. That's what you said you had it mixed in with your cocoa. Tell us a little bit about live soil real quick. Okay, so there you have it. Live soil. If you find anything crawling around in there, it's supposed to be for all those home growers who get scared, paranoid, things like that. And again, um, <clears throat> yes, unless they start. Yeah, they start eating your leaves. Of course, if anything start, you start seeing leaves eating. You want to take care of that. But again, that's a that's a setup there. Grow tent. Uh, we'll be doing some of this. As often as we can, I like to call us the Grow Tent Gurus. Um, I'll be having my setup uh, live soon as well. We'll probably just start doing live sessions with the setups. So start looking for those. Uh, Shady Vicks Farm, this won't be the last time you see them. Uh, Divine Spiritual Beings, Smokers and Tokers, again, thank you for joining. Uh, thank you for smoking with me. I see you got one lit up as well. Yes, sir. All right. No worries. No worries. Thanks for sharing. All right. Yep, yep. There you go. All right. So we'll see you again. I'll let you know when we're featuring them again on the next sesh. In the meantime, peace, love, and vibes. Thank you, sir. Yes.
Peace. You know what it is with the force. So Sage and Blade Sesh, 16, everything is energy. The etymology is force of expression. The definition is usable force. So that keyword being force in both definitions here. The etymology, which is etymology, of course, is the old way, the originality, origin, origination of the word, and then the definition is what, how we use it in modern times or how it's used in modern times. So with that being said, when we talk about spirituality, we're talking about that prana. Mm, so a spiritual term for energy is prana or chi. Take a puff on that one. Divine spiritual beings, anime nerds, smokers and tokers. Hitting this Nag Shampa or Snake Charmer. Shouts out to Woke Wellness. We're talking about energy on the definition is force, usable force. On the etymology, it's a force of expression. In spirituality, it's prana and chi. So energy is the force, the life force. Take another puff on that. So after I give the etymology and the definition, I kind of give you my experiences with the topic at hand. So everything is energy. What's my experience with energy? Yogi JT, what's your experience with energy? So here I am live broadcasting to you, but I'm still talking to me through you. Taking a puff on that one, divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers. Spirituality spiritual toolkit topics my experiences with energy the first thing i can remember is your parents tell well, my parents telling me i had too much of it you got too much energy i told my own daughter that me being a parent myself i tell my children my child you got too much energy you need to slow down so that was my first experiences with energy myself and then of course turning that around if all my parents in the room as well you notice that you say the same thing to your own children so my experience is that when you're young when I was young I had a lot of energy I expelled it so much I didn't realize it until a grown-up would say you need to slow down so of course that's tying right in with speed you know when we're young we run What's the first thing you do when your child starts walking? They start running. There ain't no walking. There's like a week of walking, a couple of days. Where are all my parents at? Take a couple of puffs. Chasing them children around because they got energy. It's like they're up. They can move. Let's go. Let's flow. So that's my experience. Grown-ups telling me to slow down. Parents telling me you're moving too fast. That's when I realized that, okay, I must have a lot of energy. 
Peace, love, and vibes, everybody joining. The topic is everything is energy. We're blazing on Nag Shampa or Snake Charmer. So I usually blow my own home grow, but of course, I like the support as well. So this is the biggest and like funniest, of course, we all remember this about energy. If you don't remember this about energy, then your childhood has been shockingly unshocking. And I'm talking about the shocks. So remember when you shock somebody, you spent, the, you know, you would do it all day. You would shock people. Just you had the shocks. You know, you could, you could automatically just rub your hand, touch somebody and shock them. You, know, you can rub your feet on the floor and you would shock them. Or some days people would shock you. It's like no matter what, everyone that touched you would shock you. So that's what I noticed about energy. I was like, yo, something's up with this. I can shock people. So when you're talking about energy and my experiences as a child, young, the first thing I remember was like, I can shock people. This is energy. You rub the balloon on your head and make your hair stand up. You know, that was electricity, but energy. So that was kind of my experiences with it personally. Shouts out to everyone joining in. Sage and Blaze Sesh. 16, everything is energy. We're closing this trifecta, right? Three weeks. First we did vibration. Then we did frequency. Now energy. So talking about spirituality, everything is energy, vibration, and frequency. It's still going. I didn't have to realize. So those are my experiences. So I break down the topic. And then I share my experiences that I've had. And now I share my lessons. So what are some lessons I've learned about experience? Lessons I've learned. Well, I'm <laughs> Experiences and lessons I've learned about energy. Take a couple of puffs on that one. I'm just relighting the edge, even it out here. Oh, man. Lessons about energy. Y'all ready? I don't think y'all are. Other beings also have energy, like animals and insects. Mm-hmm. How many people get buzzed in the ear by bees? This energetic, wacky around bees running around, insects running around and, you know, everything. I'm like, man, I thought I was fast. So everything has energy. Other objects have energy. Cars have energy. We put all this energy into a machine. Start it up, put press on the gas, it's going to go. That's energy. Then I learned that energy can be transferred. A couple of puffs on that one. Energy can be transferred. So what I mean by energy being transferred, like from person to person, I'm not talking about the little shock absorber like we were young, divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers especially. I'm talking about those hype men. 
those wing women, wing men, your roll dogs, your homies, your homegirls that transfer you their energy or give you a boost when you need it or you give them a boost when they need it. That's what I'm talking about, that energy that's transferable between one another. So sometimes when you're going somewhere and you say, I need a roll dog with me, it's not because you need just the person around. You need their energy. You need them to lend you their energy. That's why everything is energy and it can be transferred between people or it can be lent. So what's that hype man? He's giving the energy to the, to the person beside him. The instigator, he's transferring energy without even being asked. Hmm, take a puff on that one. So we're talking about energy. We're talking about people like instigators who just take the energy out of nowhere and just say, ooh, and then throw it. So I learned one of my biggest lessons with energy can be transferred between people with stuff like hike men, instigators, and roll dogs, roll buddies. You know, sometimes you can be feeling down. And then your friend, your homie just start, you know, they either moving, dancing, or whatever they need to do to hype you up. All of a sudden, you just start feeling the energy. Divine spiritual beings, smokers and togers especially, are social smokers. Where you at? Social smokers? We socially smoking right now. I'm smoking with all y'all. So it's that energy. With that being said, this will be back for the Blaze Breakdown. So lessons I learned about energy and spirituality. Objects contain energy as well. I said cars. We put energy in the relics, you know, all kinds of things we give energy to. We give energy to our jewelry. You know, we give energy to certain things we wear. So objects contain energy because they have energy. Then we put energy into them and that transferable energy as well. So the concept in the early times, you know, it's what, 2021? We go back 100 years to 1921. They were putting up power lines and they're like, we're going to just take the trees, which already have energy and put them in the ground and put power lines on them. And then they'll just transfer the energy. So the tree never loses. The tree got uprooted, uplifted, and people say, oh, you're killing trees. But the tree's energy was just transferred to the power line and telephone pole. Some of those same trees are still standing, by the way. Hundred-year-old power line systems. They might be leaning over, but those trees are still holding energy for you. So that idea there is just basically that transfer of energy. That's things I've learned in spirituality and just being observant and aware and mindful. You know, go out there and look at the power lines. Look at what it is. Look at the wood. Look at the pole. Is that is it alive or dead? What do you think? You tell me. What's running through the power line? Nothing but energy and electricity. That's a tree trunk holding all of that. So, yeah. Make your own conclusion. But my lesson was that the energy is transferable. So you take a, a piece of wood down, make a chair. It's still the same tree. It's just a chair now. Energy vampires are real, <laughs> but not all are alive. The biggest lesson, divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers especially, 
that I learned about energy in spirituality and in life periods that energy vampires are real, but they're not all living people. You can be energy vampired by your phone, the TV, the radio. You can be energy vampired by a lot of things. So realize that energy can be taken from you as well as it be given to you or you giving it away or receiving it, vice versa. So that there's that everything is 360 as above, so below concept. So those are my lessons in everything is energy or energy in spirituality. So I share my experiences, then I share my lessons about the topic, and then I share spiritual tools that can help transcend the understanding of energy. So what are some spiritual tools, Yogi JT, that you can use to help transcend understanding energy or just to know that everything is energy? Well, this terminology came up a couple of days ago when I was doing a breathing exercise, charge your batteries. Actually, two days ago, talking to someone else about um, retention and that charge your batteries. If you want to have more energy or want to understand energy or want to just be in the know of energy in spirituality, keep your batteries charged. Okay, so how do you charge your batteries? Breath work. Eating high energy foods, intaking high energy things, high energy water, high energy foods. So those things help you understand what energy is or help you understand the concept of energy in spirituality. I'm not saying that these things give you energy. Yes, they do give you energy, but you have to do other things as well. It's a mind, body, soul thing here. It's not just nom, nom, nom. I got energy. So Again, breath work and eating the high energy things are the physical things that you can do for physical energy. Hydration, of course. So for the spiritual energy, mindfulness and awareness, just constant mindfulness and awareness. Every, I'm being drained. Know when you're being drained, divine spiritual beings especially. Take a puff on that one if you're still puffing. Smokers tokers and stoners say i'm being drained this is draining say it everyone don't have the e oh, i got this i can get through this when you're tired say you're tired and re and replenish so another way to get spiritual energy is to get the proper sleep even if it's not the sleep that you want to get if, if you can't sleep seven eight hours long that's fine if you sleep four hours is cool but take two naps throughout the day do polyphasic sleep look that up you know, there were indigenous people who were sleeping 20 minutes twice a day or not sleeping much at night because they had to keep watch. So they developed a different sleep pattern. There's different ways to rest and replenish your energy and recharge your batteries. Start being mindful and aware and looking up those different ways. That'll help your spiritual energy. And of course, your mental, mental energy, of course, is that breath work, exercise, anything to do with the brain. Breathing is the only way to work out the brain, divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers. If you want to lift weights with your brain, if you want to run a mile with your brain, if you want to do cardio with your brain, if you want to do push-ups with your brain, the only way to do that is through the breath, through the breath coming in through <laughs> these two 
nadis. So that's the only way. Physical way to get energy to the brain is with air. There's no other way. You can bang yourself on the head. You can shake your head. You can do the head banger all day. But the only way to physically get energy to your brain is through breath work. Verbalism. So as well helps for the mental energy verbally saying I am being drained or this is draining or verbally saying I need to recharge. So just acknowledgement, acceptance, divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers. It's that simple. So with that being said, the blaze breakdown, I'm going to break down everything I just went over while I blaze. And then that will be the Sage and Blaze Sesh. And I'll bring on the special guests. So we're going to break down everything we said as I respark. Who's resparking with me? Smoking on this Nag Shampa or Snake Charmer. Ooh, good stuff. Everything is energy. Spiritual topic is everything is energy. Spiritual toolkit topic energy. Wrapping up this trifecta of the past three Sage and Blaze sessions. First, we covered frequency, then vibration, now energy. Definition, usable force, can be transferred. Etymology, force of expression, activity. The key word force in both definitions, the old way and the way we have said it now. So we're using the force, Luke. We're using that force. The force is real. Spiritual terms for energy, prana or chi. Everything has prana. Everything contains chi. So what are my experiences with energy? My experiences, Yogi JT's experience with experiences with energy. Too much energy was the first thing I understood about energy. My parents and other people saying, you're running too fast, you're going too fast, too much energy. Moving right into speed. I realized that speed was energy. I could run fast. Tur, because I had a lot more energy. And then, of course, there's a classic electric shock. Shocking your friends. Rubbing the balloon on your hair. That was my first experience physically or electrically with energy. Lessons I learned from then to now. Lessons I've learned about energy. Other beings also have energy. Animals, insects. I don't want to delve too deeply into that one because we can all relate. Energy can be transferred between beings. Hype men, instigators, roll dogs, wing woman, wing man, energy can be transferred. Objects contain energy. Your car, trees, the necklace you wear, your mala beads, your wrist mala. Natural and man-made. So there's always a little tidbit I don't cover the first time that I go over the second time. So remember, 
I'm covering natural. I'm saying natural and man-made because man-made objects are made from natural items. Like a telephone pole is made from a tree. And then the biggest one of all, energy vampires are real AF, but they're not all alive beings. Energy vampires can be your electronic devices. It can be alcohol. It can be drugs, prescription drugs. It can be other people. Through other people. So those are the lessons. Spiritual tools. What were the spiritual tools? Charge your batteries. Most importantly, charge your batteries. Through what? Mental way to do it is through breath work. Brain exercise. Work out the brain. Breathe. I do breath work every Saturn's day a.m. I'll see you in the a.m. 9 a.m. Central Time. This is out. What are some other spiritual tools, Yogi JT? Hydration. Taking in high energy foods so you can have more understanding of energy. That's physical. And then spiritually, mindfulness and awareness. Just be aware when you're drained. Be aware when you're too energetic. Hey, I, I came in way too hot. You don't have to tell everyone. Just break it down between yourself after it's happened. Don't, you know, don't. We're always our own worst critic. Don't just beat yourself up. Break it down. Okay, I came in way too hot. I had way too much energy. If everyone else in the room is mellow, everyone else is on the indica flow, and you just come in on this high-flying super sativa, be aware and mindful of that when you come in hot. That's all. So admit it, verbalize it, this is draining, admit it to yourself, you know, again, speaking it to yourself is speaking, speaking it aloud, thinking it is speaking it aloud, thoughts are things, so divine spiritual beings, smokers and togers, especially stoners, I want to thank you all for joining me on the Sage and Blaze sesh, I'm going to bring on my special guest, we're going to cover a home grower on a two week checkout out here. Shady Vicks Farmer brought him on two weeks ago. So we're going to uh, check up on him. Peace, love, light, and vibes to everyone out there. I will see you in the a.m. for Saturn's Day Breathwork. And remember, next Saturn, next Friday, I will be at a yoga retreat teaching. So there will be no Sage and Blaze sesh, but there might be some live clips. So I would still pay attention and stay tuned. Let me see if I can... Uh, See if he's on here. Shouts out to Facebook peeps. You know, Facebook, it's been hard keeping up. I'm not gonna not gonna front. So Facebook has been banning a lot of cannabis industry posts and cannabis related stuff. So it's been hard to stay on Facebook because at any given time I could be banned or cut off or anything. 
Instagram has been doing it as well, but they've been a little bit, a little bit more friendly. So shout out to Facebook. I'm going to stay with Facebook as long as Facebook stays with me. But of course, I keep some terminology out of there. I try not to, you know, be too out there with it as far as the cannabis industry goes. But of course, every day someone I know account gets deleted or a post gets deleted or something gets flagged because they've mentioned the green mother earth. Where you at, Shady? See what Shady Vic's farm is. If he doesn't come on, no worries. If anyone has any questions or wants to come on at any time, let me know. Here we go. has been sent I think I did sometimes there's not just a flowing smooth flow oh I have another one to light up <laughs> we can keep this going yep so he's been invited okay here we go. So I saved time for special guests. Yep. So we're just waiting on the internet to, you know, catch up. It's what happens. It'll get there. Podcast is going. Shout out to the podcast. It's recording. The podcast will be posted. I have had some technical difficulties with the podcast. Oh, here we go. We are live. Shady Vicks Farms. No worries, bro. No worries. I'm a patient person. You know, I'm a patient person. I know how these, these interwebs go. Look at those babies behind there. Look at those babies back there. Okay, Facebook, I'm going to give you the glory and justice of switching the camera around. You're getting a special treatment today, Facebook. Oh, man, look at those pups. Woo! Amazing. So that's... Okay, so do you have any update information that you know of for sure? Do you know how tall they've grown? It's been two weeks. What do you got? Well, they went from about right here to about up here. So smokers and smokers and tokers, that is a stoner answer. They went from about here to right about here. That's a that's a newer grower answer as well. So it looks like it's about six inches. Six inches or so in two weeks. Which is amazing. Um that is great quality, man. Look at how green you can see from Facebook actually how green the leaves are. Oh, yeah. That is amazing. So you actually, you actually have a jungle in there now. Oh, bro. 
Okay, so he has done some plant training. Tell us about lollipopping. What does that mean? What did you do? Explain to the people watching. Okay, so for those that um, heard it, lollipopping is a technique. It's a low stress. It's actually a low stress uh, training technique. It's not a high stress train. It's when you cut off all of the bottom buds on your on your plant and just leave the top buds to grow the fattest. The concept is your plant brings water from the soil up to the top bud. So when you have a bunch of little buds coming on the bottom that really aren't going to be big or produce anything and you want to get those big top colas you cut out those little buds so the water coming up the stem can feed only the top buds and those top buds will get bigger and bigger so that's a lollipop it actually looks like a lollipop but that there is not a lollipop that is another plant training technique that's high stress tell us what that is So this process is actually called main lining. So you make a main line. If you can see, he has a kind of curved main line there, and all of his branches grow up and out from the main line. So he doesn't have a whole branch system. You get rid of the branch system, and you grow off of a main line. So this process is a high-stress training technique, however, um, so it's not for beginner growers. However, my man Shady Vicks Farms here, Tried this as a beginner grower. This is only, again, this is really his, you know, he's in, in, in his first 10 grows. And the, the do mainlining this early is definitely uh, unheard of, not too common. Like, yes, from the top. That's a great picture. Keep it there. Keep it there. So you can see the process. It's one line, and then you have your branches out from each side. And then it curves up, and then you have just... Fat buds. You don't have the popcorn buds on the bottom. Yeah, chop all that off. They're not going to do anything. Nope. I even thought about coming in here and taking some of this off. Just letting it go up. So we've seen two different plant training techniques, and you do have a third. Show us how those Frankensteins are looking, please, sir. Uh, take your time. Take your time. Yeah, I actually got the labels on them this time, so you can see what they are. 
Okay, cherry pie. Nice. Always good to label your plants, divine spiritual beings, smokers and tokers, especially because we forget. <laughs> Growers, cultivators, we forget. I just looked at a couple of clones and I'm like, okay, which one is which? I need to label these. Okay, so did we just see a graft? Uh, this one over here. <clears throat> yeah, that's cherry pie. Sorry, I'm No worries. Um, I would, I would keep it the way it is for, for another two weeks and then, or another week at least. And then just as a, a grower to grower, cultivator to cultivator suggestion, <clears throat> when you lolly, yeah, when you lollipop and you chop that hard, you want to wait a week between chop chops. <laughs> um, if you chop too much, then you won't get that height, uh, and with the density that you want. But yeah, those graphs look amazing. So grafting, Frankensteining is definitely, we talked about it two weeks ago. That is a, it's not only a rare plant training technique and a very advanced plant training technique, but it it's um, virtually unheard of. In fact, YouTube, you can go right now and look up how to graft a plant and you're not going to find much. So exactly. So this is something, uh, you know, knew something he's approaching with just you know actually this guy was probably grafting plants in another lifetime let's just be real he's probably growing plants grafting them in. what planet are you from man what planet are you from <laughs> so basically a graft is when you take one plant cut the top off of it take another plant cut the top off of it and then put it on the other plant so you can take a banana kush and a cherry pie and then put the banana kush plant on top of the cherry pie and then put the cherry pie plant on top of the banana kush. Yeah, I, I would be excited. I'd be excited to smoke one of these graphs. Yeah, they're in here. They're in here talking about excited to be looking at the graphs. So I'm excited to try to blaze one of these graphs. I've never smoked a grafted plant, and if I have, I didn't even know. These are my favorite pictures right here. I'd like to actually just, like, lay down here. <laughs> Divine spiritual beings, smokers, tokers, stoners from a true cultivator grower. We would like to just lay down in our tents if we could. The problem is they're way too small. I would like to do the same thing and just look upwards. Okay. Six days later. Seven days later. Oh, yeah. Autoflowers will come up. They will sprout 100% of the time. Which one is that? Yes. Actually just germinated some. CBD as well. Yes. The... uh. 
Cool. So, yes, grow or flow. <laughs> Divine spiritual being smokers and tokers. You always want to have something in seed, in uh, baby, in teeny, in uh, uh, preteen and adult stage. So it just feels, wow, you got a lot there, bro. <laughs> I like this right here. This is crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. When the roots come out like that, it's time to plant it. <laughs> it's time to plant that thing. <laughs> Your roots are overgrowing the soil. Yeah. Which, by the way, I d I have some extra pots if you need some. I just grabbed a, I just uh, grabbed grabbed a few today. Some fabric. I, actually, they're all fabric. But if you need some extra pots, let me know. Uh, it looks familiar. Tahoe. Oh, the Hellhound. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you, um, by the way, so we want to talk real quick, um, share with the peoples here. We had a little, uh, little situation happen this week. You know, you, you're a content creator. You promote for other, uh, grow companies and things like that and, and lighting companies. So, um, if you want to share, you don't have to. You had something going on with Viva Spectra in a contest. If you want to uh, shed a little light on that, no pun intended. Right. <laughs> so, well, you get all these giveaways out there from Spider Farmer and Mars Hydro and Vivisun uh, and all of them. Uh, and then you'll get another uh, inbox or DM or whatever saying that you won and you participated and all that other stuff. Don't listen to those. If it's not from the account that sent the thing, don't click on the link, don't follow the link, don't send them any info. All right, so I, I was actually tagged in a giveaway who he was talking about, and I'm still waiting on that account to get back with me. They haven't messaged me. They've been posting stuff on the account and liked <laughs> other people's messages on that, but I don't know. All right, so watch out there for your uh, fake accounts and, and scammers and things like that. <clears throat> So things looking good. Things looking good. The two-week checkup. I want to thank you for sharing. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Any questions from anybody? He's using the same light setup we talked about two weeks ago, the 350. Yes, thank you for showing. CMH that hangs vertically. Remember? Yes, that's a good shot. The light hangs vertically, so it gets the deepest penetration downward in through the plants. When he showed the light from beneath, you could actually see it looked like he was looking up at the sun through the trees. So if you want to... Have that effect of the sun, the 350 CMH is the light to get. Yes. Yes. So it's the same light that I run. I've been running this light for three years now or so, and this light produces great yields, great results. And again, like you said, you can penetrate all the way down through the bottom of the dirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. You'll have those little baby stems that grow out from the dirt from the bottom of the stem that you know ain't going to make it. But that light will get them to grow from there. So shouts out to 350 CMH. Go grab you one if you can. There's all kinds of brands out there now. They're ranging from about 300 to 500 bucks, but it's well worth the investment. 
He's going to share his with us. Vibes? It's probably backwards. I'm sorry. Okay. So that's the brand he got. That's a See, that's the, that's the one that comes with the ballast attached to it, and then this hangs down off the light. Uh, some of them have the ballast on the inside with a hood. I've seen those kind, but that's the if you want if you're on a budget, that's the that's the one you want there. Those run about three hundred three to four hundred bucks if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. No worries. Okay. See, okay, now, so just so you know, real quick, he had an LED, your normal Amazon LED. A lot of people have been going on Amazon and getting these LEDs, but he was not getting the results, the penetration with the Amazon-style LED. So just a comparison for you guys out there. I can't see him, but shouts out to Harley Quinn and the Joker. Shouts out inside joke. There it is. There it is. Nice. Hey, whatever you can do, uh, home growers especially, man. We put stuff in our tent, little relics. We sing to our plants. We play music. Uh, we just sit in there and breathe. Um, we lay down. Whatever you want to do, do it. Uh, shout out to this. The yeah, some people do that. You know, it's it's your choice. Whatever you want to do. I'm not hating, I'm just saying yeah, 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 yeah. I don't put anything in. So, well, the tent sweats too. Uh, tent sweat is a thing. Actually, we'll, we'll actually cover that on one of these grow tent guru sessions. I actually get. I actually bring my tent to sweat. Or we'll bring a tent of sweat and show you how tent sweat works and, and how to avoid it. So we'll cover that on another topic. But, again, I want to thank you all for joining. Hey, thanks for the checkup, bro. We'll see you again. again. No problem. Yes, thanks for joining us on The Smoke. Shady Vicks Farms, follow him. See his post at Shady Vicks Farms. He's on here all the time supporting the local community. Supporting the local growers. Again, this won't be the last sesh. Peace, brother.